it doesn't like if you're not i don't care if you're just a guy playing music unless you're doing like folk rock or something like i don't don't just dress like a guy on stage i want to see like a little bit of like flair yeah he looks like a gold mannequin which is miss david bowie i think we all did i think we all do but you know okay so uh hello welcome to the podcast that was just hello and thank you for joining us that was ari with me i am so sick of ed sheeran i'm so fucking i'm sorry Ari with the hit no i'm not sorry i'm sorry if you like ed sheeran's music and you're not like a 45 year old woman in midwest america with three children i can't help you and if you are one of those women get some help stop it get some help uh get help yeah we are weak by renowned artist uh rebecca pencil scratchins like that's just your full name (laughs) renowned artist rebecca pencil scratchins um you may recognize their work they've done a lot of stuff for the star war they've done a lot of (laughs) they've done some legends they've done a lot of mostly frasier a lot of frasier walk out there a lot of frasier well somebody's got to be doing it so, yeah, Kelsey uh, Grammo sends me a, a threat monthly, and he says, if you don't produce more Frasier fan art, I'm gonna kill you. And I'm like, okay, Kelsey, I'm sorry. God, God Kelsey, no! Was, it, was Kelsey Grammer also on Star Trek? I feel like, he, I mean, to be fair, every he actor was. Heard, but I feel like he was so, on Star Trek or something big. Yes, he was, uh, he had a scene where, like, he was another, um, starship captain, but the scene got deleted. So instead, at the Emmys that year, they did a Star Trek Frasier sketch, where it was like, um, uh, Janway was the, the captain of Niles, Roz, Daphne, and Mutton, and, like, Eddie was kidnapped by the Klingons. It deserved an Emmy of its own, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. That's amazing. I didn't know yeah. that. I, I somehow pinged. I mean, to me, he's like he's like Hank McCoy and also Sideshow Bob. Like those are just what I know. <laughs> like I just as a kid, um, <laughs> really incredible. I love that. This yeah. um, like, I know it's the Emmys and not the Oscars, but this is why I really do. I know it's a fairly common internet opinion, TM, but I do think the Muppets should host the Oscars because I don't actually really give a shit about award shows because the stuff I give a shit about in award shows is like the stuff that they don't bother airing. Um, like, you know, best technical effects, best makeup, best props. Like, I, I, that's what I, you know, so that doesn't really get a lot of airtime. But apparently they do sketches of, like, the movies and, like, a funny parody version of them. And I'm like, funny, please, funny okay. is a relative. You is a relative. <laughs> but funny. And, like, to do that with the Muppets would automatically make these things a thousand times better. Like, yeah, I would have to agree. Muppets. Like, why are we not just, do- come on. Where are the Muppets? Where are the Muppets? Hashtag, where are the Muppets? Release the um, Muppet cut. Release the Muppet cut. So, I think a lot of fans are going to be wondering, as we start this episode, as we go into this week's Legends, um, Rebecca, why are you here? <laughs> that is a you fantastic Even though we should really be thanking you for doing us a favor by showing up on this fucking I mean, show. Um, no, we, we, we have to acknowledge the fact that I'm here because I got extremely drunk at my brother's house and started threatening people online to let me on their podcasts. That's fair. That's true. And Are you doing like a mood board? No, I'm just trying to draw her. Okay. Some of us aren't good at art. Rebecca. I'm excited to be able to draw again once my um You're like, why is this my fault? And the answer is every time I see your art and I'm like, oh you're so good at it, I just get sad. No. Just, just oh, if you want to inspire to work harder, that's all. 
Yeah. And, I mean, if you ever feel bad, uh, remember that I once turned in an art project in high school, and my teacher looked at me dead in the eye, and he said, if you ever try to draw a horse again, I think that you should just go ahead and break your hand. So I think about that every time after I draw a horse. Thank you, Gary Wadinsky. Thank you. That's insanity. Also, can I give you a little bit of quick advice, yeah. just based on what I remember Hayao Miyazaki saying in mm -hmm. the, the Ghibli documentary? Yeah. Um, or it might have been the Tintin comic art. It might have been both of them. It doesn't matter. Someone someone told me once, you want to, like, move your whole arm, first off, oh. your whole arm, and try to do as long of an unbroken line as you can, because that just helps you in terms of sketch clarity. I'm trying to remember what Hayao Miyazaki said in the documentary. I hate my son. Yeah, aside from that. Um, my friend Marie called him horrible Goro, which is so, so good. It's so funny. Um, also, I just want to share, I was, not to be all the virgin suicides, but my dad died, which means I get to go to Disney World as many times as I want this year. But that is fair. They do, they give on uh, um, when they're so processing the death certificate. We did, we did go to Gulp Shido's Jizz Palace. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the gulp, the gulp, you know, uh, it's a ride? No, it's the I rode the fucking Millennium Falcon thing again. Oh my god, it's totally worth going again because again, the I mean, they really did build that thing. I was telling my grandmother about it because God bless, I love calling my grandmother and updating her on things. <laughs> when we went there, and I wanted about 20 minutes that was just walking through this giant enormous hangar that they have because they know for a fucking fact that this is going to be like a four hour wait kind of ride once capacity is back. And so, uh, yeah, went all over. I just wanted to let you know that I went to the Star Wars world and I know Star Wars. And I just, when I was there at the Star Wars world, world, all I could think of was that post you said, which is just Obi-Wan is so sad. He wears the same outfit from when he's 16 onward and then he dies. Yeah, I got so many messages from people being like, in the Clone Wars, he wears a different outfit. I'm like, in the Clone Wars, he wears a slightly different another beige robe beige just, and off beige first of all how dare you <laughs> excuse me. i love when people try first to talk to you with know? facts because it's literally like i have more facts at my the disposal thing, the thing you posted of the jim kirk with his fucking glasses was so fucking good the person who was just like and jim kirk has never worn glasses and you were like actually and you were like do not ever fucking do not ever put this in my ask box again. That was incredible. <laughs> Did I tag that? Don't fuck with me, fellas. Because yeah, I don't know a lot about things, but I know about Star Trek. Like, you could tell me that in the middle of Return of the Jedi, Han Solo just starts hanging Major Dong, and I'd be like, yeah, that probably happened. But I know Star Trek. <laughs> That's fair. That's true. Yeah. There's some franchises where I actually know I, I a lot of franchises I at least have something I'm obsessed with. I end up having like some sort of weird fact about because it's just how I process information. But um, this is like one of those things where it's like it's also hard like when you have a normal level when you're talking to someone who's a normal level of interest in something and that that dance of will they appreciate the weird fact about this thing that I'm about to give them or should I just shut the fuck up. And also, yeah. I'm sorry, this is completely unrelated, but I'm looking out the window right now. Beautiful view. This is yes. one of my favorite views in the yeah. world. There's this giant, I think it's supposed to be a rainbow flag on top of one of the buildings. It's it's like a, it's like an LED rainbow flag. Yes, it is. And I'm just like, really, truly, it's like, hey, gays, do you feel representative? And it's like, no. <laughs> All right, well, with that yeah. being said, let's go into what's been happening on DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
transitions. The dra- I'm very proud of the Dragon Age one from last episode, from last three episodes, actually. Oh, yeah. I was on a- another plane of existence. It was like I went back and re-listened to it because I don't mean this in a we big got way. really behind on recording. Oh, yeah. So last week we released an episode that was literally like three reviews at, at once. once. <laughs> and for there you why did we not call it three view? God, we're so can God, you can you title of three view on Matt? All right, everybody. Okay, so our three view was I'm sorry, shit. Um my brain hurt because I had just read this big like it's just one of those where I just read a ton and my brain was still processing that while I'm trying to remember all these legends episodes and my brain hurt so much and I really was I felt like I was kind of going crazy it was really weird I was a I was definitely on another plane of existence so I'm hoping this 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 week's episode is gonna be a little bit more chill absolutely not so <laughs> all right let me explain to you because you haven't Where's been he? watching yeah you haven't been watching this season thus far yeah. so yeah um as you will recall from the end of last season, Maisie left. And God, do oh you my God, feel rest it. in pieces. And God, do you fucking feel it. Um, oh and Sarah God. got abducted by Ailey. So here's, here's what's happened. Um, Sarah was kidnapped by uh, this, I guess he's supposed to be a villain. I fucked this up so badly. Here you go. Named Bishop, who was played by Tala's husband. And he is just an absolutely delightful sort of mustache twirling... You know, I want to save humanity by crossbreeding humans and aliens, and we're going to colonize. Transhumanist icon. Um, <laughs> colonize is not a great word. Yeah, but still, like, do I you believe using the word colonize also because he's Armenian, and I feel like giving him that plot is maybe a little insensitive. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Hey, this might be a controversial take, but I don't think DC Legends Tomorrow thought about the implications of that. Yeah, I mean, of course. Of any, I mean, truly. I mean, I'm sure you saw you saw you saw me talking about the uh, oh, this Gary alien plot sure is truck horn, truck horn, truck horn, yeah. truck horn. Yeah. Aaron also had a mega hot ex-fiance named Kayla, who was the most Italian-American looking woman I've ever seen in my life. sex with these. Which is also like, is this this an active threat? Yeah, I don't like that. You're an Italian-American woman? McRory is going to try to fuck you? It's just so unfortunate. It is. Should we be, should we be scared? Should we be, should the government be doing something to help? Should somebody contact Snooky? Maybe she can like put an end to this. Maybe she has a thought on this. Can we get Mike the situation, whatever his last name is? It doesn't matter. It's can we get him on the ground floor of the situation? But it's like is he out of jail. Is he out of jail now? The most Italian American. Always funny when it's tax evasion because it just keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I saw DJ Polly D twice by accident during my undergrad, and both times I saw, like, I met him outside of the club, and he was like, What exit are you from? And that felt pointed. That felt pointed. Well, of course, because that's what everybody asks is, What exit are you from? Like, literally, like, I met Tim when Rachel, like, we were, and like, Rachel, then Tim was, I'm like, Oh, I'm from New Jersey. Tim's like, Oh, what exit are you from? I'm like, Every time. Um, I mean, absolutely the mood of when we were at Disney World and I said, okay, let's go to... Let's go get... Let's go get... I said, let's go get you Italian flag massacres at Epcot. And Tim and Ari both went, what? 
that for me? Is that about me? Am I? We have pizza one, so I did get the pizza one. We did get the pizza. This is I. We got a little off topic. Shocker! I wanted to talk about. I will say two things. One, I really like this show. Has never been very good at having. It has two kinds of villains. It has the villains that are villains for all of about five seconds before they just get forcibly inducted onto the team, which is like your Nora, your Astra, and then you have like. Technically, Amaya for all of two seconds. Um, since the although technically the legends were the one in the wrong there, so really they were the villains that uh Amaya forcibly inducted onto her team. But it doesn't matter. Um, and Amaya then, showed up to try to kill Milk, and they were like, "That is so sexy of you." I'm fair. <laughs> we we are not. Out. And she's like, "Okay, well, can I get dropped back off?" And they were like, "No, no, no, you can't. No, we refuse to let you. No, you live here now. It's like when we I will not pay for you." That family quality bonding time. Mandated family time. You are legally trapped here. Um, so it's like they have those villains and they barely count as villains. They're delightful. They're they're they don't count. And then you have the villains that are just sort of like plot points and aren't very good and they they have no staying power and they're mostly just there to be a thing that exists to be in the way. Yep. Um yeah. like your mollusk, your mollusk. I don't remember his name oh and I don't God. care. Um I will say they had the really one fun fucked up the the, the bees the the holes guy who looked at the bees neuron yeah that guy oh normal God, yes scary though because brandon was was really brandon was really selling it i just brandon, i really did like brandon this. was a slut and then they fired him and <laughs> he served cunt then he died brandon routes are on dc's legends of tomorrow yeah. <laughs> at least in that season Okay, so they have those villains, and they're never really very okay, good. Okay, really Serving punch is not necessarily bad. Yeah. It's, no. It's a, um, but it is something where it's like, I will say, I really like Bishop, because I don't think he's falling into the into the Astra Nora kind of category. He is supposed to just kind of be straight up, like, a bad guy. But he's also, like, a delightful, like, I, he's, he's easily the thing I like the most about this season. Yeah. And then I see some fucking person like oh you can't don't sexualize him because he's abusive and it just makes me want to start throwing things and biting people now here's like an unhinged chimpanzee you might argue the words <laughs> hey, hey remember that remember the chimpanzee in connecticut that went wild i think about of course i do I was, yeah, every day okay did you know my dad my father uh knew people that knew that chimpanzee personally no yeah because he was in a he was a plastic modeler and he basically, where we live in Westchester, is sort of right on the border of Southern Connecticut. So he went to the Connecticut group as well as the Westchester group. And so a lot of people were from that town, and they're like, "Yeah, I remember seeing that chimpanzee driving his little car around." Beep beep. Oh my god! I feel like somebody. I feel like this is like a a, a three uh, degrees of separation away from Kevin Bacon sort of situation, but it's that chimpanzee. <laughs> Um, uh, not to brag, but I have chimpanzee connections. <laughs> um, it is. Oh my god, what the fuck was I even? Talking okay, about? I mean, I think we should keep summarizing the plot. Gary is an anti-Semitic. Say, I'm tired of this. First off, words have mean things. Words have mean things. Okay, so a meaning <laughs> I'm still haunted by that. I don't know how I fucked that up. That was the great bear. Okay. What if it, okay. Okay. We just, what the fuck just happened? Did you have a stroke? Hey, references at once. Give me a second. Okay. We over reference. <laughs> over we die. I'm tired of your pop culture references. <laughs> right, like, 
jeans? Okay, okay. Matthias wears only <laughs> wide leg pants. Okay, so, um... Hey, you want to talk about Matthias? The words have meaning. Please, for the love of God, just stop calling every person who is bad abusive. It's genuinely really not okay. Like, that's not... Abusive has, like, a, a, a framework. There are broad... Like, there are things that are, like... Just stop saying that. And also, you know what? I've sexualized more problematic villains. I'll start. What is our most problematically sexualized villain? I don't want to. We, I cannot start this because it's going to get real bad real fast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the horrors we the hor- you will be horrified in ways that I'm not ready. You can come up with fake answers. Uh, Jojo Banks. I mean, come on, am I right, Jojo lady? Banks. I do. I actually like the secret Sith Lord thing. Is I know it's one of those stupid fan theories, but I'm actually that's really cool, and it would have been really fun. But Star Wars doesn't think, and it doesn't think that other people think, and that's the series. Um. It does. So could you please just shut up could and pay the money to make a little droid at the fucking dinner? I absolutely want one little droid. People. The only reason I didn't make one the last time we were there because I'm hoping they'll have like pink parts, and I want like a little pink. I want a little pink droid, just like boop, it's it's fucking aesthetic. Then what's I'm the not going to pay the money, George. Yeah, I do want the little BB. No. I love the droids. They are the only thing I really do love. The droids in Star Wars. They're universally really, really cute. Um, I don't try to make them too human for the most part, which I appreciate also. I saw a Star Wars post recently that was just, I love Poe Dameron because people will be like, you have to do this. And he's like, fuck you, this is Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, that is, yeah, you broke it Just not having it. Um, like my answer, the first thing that popped into my head was when I was like, come up with a fake answer. I was like, Randall Boggs or Monster? <laughs> <laughs> it was a mystery corporation. <laughs> Because it was literally the, the first thing I thought of was the neighbor from Seinfeld and Jurassic Park. I said, like, "Can we sexualize him?" Yeah, that's a villain. That counts. That completely counts. Newman. Um, that's great. That's I was about to say, did Newman. you meet Newman? A great, yeah, a great Kelsey Grammer and Fraser. Kelsey Grammer and Fraser. Is he the villain? What are? What is he? Yes. One of his own story. Okay, fair enough. It's not, yeah. it's not his own worst enemy. It's truly every villain is the hero of his own story, kind of thing. All right, plot of Legends yeah. of Tomorrow. Okay, so Sarah's kidnapped. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I do. I do have a question. So, like, Bishop, like, is he more like camp? Like, is he Gina Kojan in Showgirls? Like, very like, yeah. I love uh doggy chow like is that kind of his yeah, vibe yeah, 100%. that is absolutely him i'm kind of sad he hasn't said that line actually yeah, 1015 percent <laughs> okay good good i understand um, Continue. I how deeply uncomfortable i am because like i'm not gonna sit here and tell you that the people who are in this show and are the big evil lances are like good at critique or and like i'm not trying to say that to be a snob but like i was very nervous about this being tala's husband because i knew they were not going to consider any greater context outside of anything that has ever happened that doesn't directly affect them and um but what in the fuck did you just do on that god thanks ava lance truly right. video that was recorded by you guessed it david bowie who has, who is in love with Nate, which is just like, dear God. Of course. And, um, Rebecca, have you watched The Venture Brothers? Yes. Okay, Okay. good. Okay, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. It's going to be a huge hurdle otherwise, yeah. I mean, this show is effectively just live-action engineered The Venture Brothers, so. They've done so many things. They have the David Bowie cameo. They have, like, Sarah. Oh, right, so what we find out (laughs) is that Bishop is the creator of the Ava clones. Um, he okay. has a bunch on his planet. 
Um, and he also wants to clone Sarah, and uh, this we just found out this week, and use the Sarah clones to, as again he put it, colonize the galaxy for humanity. But his whole thing is like, hey, we destroyed the Earth, so I'm trying to find a new place for humanity. And he's trying to make human-alien hybrids. And I'm like... I mean, on, I understand they make him use the word colonize because they want to make it clear that he's a bad guy, but I'm like... The ramifications. I'm like, also, yeah. did, Bishop, did Bishop combine? Because Sarah, apparently, they meet Amelia Earhart. Amelia Earhart was a while... When Amelia Earhart went missing, she was actually being kidnapped by Bishop, who spliced her DNA with these aliens that look kind of cool and are super fast and they are afraid of, or they get burned by light. And they have- So the vampire is from Twilight. Yes, and they have poison fangs. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, they are. And one of them, and Amelia Earhart bit Sarah and Bishop seemed to give her the antidote. But in reality, her original body has been, um, she's dead and her consciousness was re-uploaded. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Her consciousness <laughs> was re-uploaded into new Sarah who he has crossbred with some fucking awesome looking dinosaur alien. And now she is Sarah 2.0. Um, and I'm just, and I'm just, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, and I'm just like, uh, did the, did the cool villain guy splice your DNA with an awesome dinosaur alien? So now you have a healing factor. Oh, boo. Uh, uh, did you get a cool new body instead of, <laughs> Oh, did you get more? Do you, do you know did you get really more involved? special? Like, shut up! Grow up! Like, like, what are you five? A true lady. What are you? Up, I have to look up. So, hold on one second. I got to do this because this is the purpose of a joke. So, give me one second. I got it. All right. All right. Everybody, please hold while Ari tries to come up with. Will Ari gets their joke? Was Elton okay. John on Saturday Night Live? Hold on. I am googling this because I need to see. Why are you asking if Elton John was on there? Elton John slash Re- Leon Russell Saturday Night Live episode season thirty six episode eighteen. Okay, just he was the host. I uh, yeah. So I was just like, I just wanted to make sure that it actually had happened at some point because I was like really fucking around. I'm just like, wait, that was bothering. Was I? Ever- I have seen maybe two. I remember the actually. Why were we talking about Elton John being on Saturday Night Live? Because Nick Zano looks like. John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever in his s'more money fucking outfit. Okay, so we, we did have like a crazy. really good we did have a really good episode where um an alien because Sarah basically in the first episode of the season to try to get the team to find her releases all the aliens on Gary and Kayla's ship into the time stream. Why are they traveling through the time stream instead of in space? Fuck you. Yeah. Um, go okay. fuck yourself. Go and fuck yourself because this show nominally needs to be about time. Never ask me a question again. I will kill you. Yes. Um. I, I that's what oh, my, I will say in my tangential Saturday Night Live related stories. I literally have only seen like an episode and a half of the show, and the reason I ever even watched an episode at all is My Chemical Romance was performing one night, like way back during their heyday. Like mm-hmm. I think this was just when Black Parade came. I believe Gerard had his black Black Parade hair. Um. At that point in time. Um, I was maybe and, like five years old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm first of all, oh my god, the slow march of time. Wait, what year were you born in? Are you ready for this one? 1998. Oh, you're only four years younger than me. That's fine. Yeah. You're younger really? than Jungkook. Is that how you're measuring this in units of Jungkook? Yeah. Okay. I, I, 500 600 Jungkooks. <laughs> okay, so I do Perhaps know- we'll call that the episode title. Please, <laughs> it's really good. Okay, so um, I was like, oh god, I would have been about nine, 
11. Alleged, I don't know. I don't know how time works. We actually Googled today because we were curious what it was like at Disney World on 9-11. Yeah. We'll get into that <laughs> later. Yeah, we'll have a talk about that later. Um, So, like, I remember watching it only because I knew that they were, like, they were going to be on Saturday Night Live. So I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. I don't know what Saturday Night Live is because I'm 11 years old. And so I'm just watching it in my bedroom and I'm like really annoyed because all of these stupid, unfunny, like it's like literally, I'm like, okay, when are we going to get to the music part? I thought it was like a musical show. I thought it was like fucking uh, TRL. I thought it was like TRL. I was about to say, um, what was the name of the guy who had the Beatles on in America? Ed something. Oh, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan thing. I want to say, I want to say Ed Sheeran. I'm like, that's obviously not right. But my brain, you know, because of past. All right. So. It's all, I thought it was more like a variety performance show. So I'm just sitting here and I'm looking at all these stupid, stupid comedy. I'm like, this isn't funny. Where's my chemical romance? And then they were on the show for like two minutes. Like, this show sucks. <laughs> but that was my Saturday Night Live. That's the only actual familiarity I have with it outside of watching like two sketches um, one time. So the reason that Ari got this reference wrong in the first, in the previous episode is because Ari right. had an episode, an alien comes to Earth who is uh, genderless. Yes. They make, a, they make a comment about that where we were like, Gay rights. Right. Basically, DJ S'more Money, who you'll remember from last season, hosts a yeah. show called Dethrone, which is kind of like The Voice, kind of like American Idol. Yeah. Um, and so Zari is like, I have to go on and for basically Zari has to win the singing competition so that the alien who has a whole fleet with him doesn't destroy the earth. Mm-hmm. And Love this that. is kind of strenuous on her relationship with John. Because, you know, when Tala had an interview, she kind of, it sounded a little bit like he was just going to be upset she was famous, and that actually wasn't it at all. It was that he was disgusted by how much the people on her team treat her like shit. Damn, okay, John. Like, okay, work. And so they have a, it's like literally such a beautiful episode. They do a duet together on stage. You know, people stand up for her. But also, Nick Zano wears a white suit and a cross necklace. It's oh awful. my god. Here, let, me get you, let, me get photos. let me get you photos from the It's internet. awful. Also, I... we should, um... It's like 9 o'clock. We should order. We should order food. I ate dinner at 4.30 with my Italian-American uncle today, so that's how my days were going. Well, Saturday. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. I'm like, come on, hey! I um, want to and- talk to the person to dress him in a white sh- a white suit and a cross, and I I just want to ask them if I am a joke to them. Do you know what I mean? I mean, truly. Am I funny to you? Ha ha, funny it's- like a clown. Ha ha ha. Oh, funny, funny how you know? Like I I use you for this episode. Oh right, so Mick is having big uh, feelings that throughout this that Sarah isn't here. Where I'm like. Mick literally has not cared about Sarah for four fucking seasons. Like, it's just, um, like, a friend of the show, uh, I call her Little Rachel, because we have multiple other Rachels who are younger than me, um, made a point that's like, okay, so we have to make everybody connect to Sarah, but we can't say Amaya fucking once. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You that's know a very what? good point. Um, we had an episode where they almost, Phil actually wrote this episode, it was Big Return to Form, where they tried to prevent uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis from actually going nuclear. And mostly that episode is just Nate trying to fuck JFK. Like, okay, I was about to be like, if there was a Catholic on that cast and they did not try to fuck JFK, then I, I don't think I could continue to support the show. I mean, the good news is um, I 
think now you know how you know how Irish Americans have the photo of John Paul II, the photo yes. of Jesus, the photo of JFK. Of course. Yeah. Uh, now they can. Now Italian Americans can have Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel, Pope John Paul II. Not kidding about my aunt's Bruce Springsteen shine in the fucking basement. Just went down there to go play darts, which is also incredibly Italian American. Yeah. But uh, oh went down there to darts with the dartboard, and I'm just like, oh, and here's the Bruce Springsteen shrine. In case you forgot, this is an Italian American household. Yeah, well, he is the boss. He is the boss. He is the boss. I mean, that's literally why we call him that. And he is the boss, but he does want you to unionize. Um, yes, yes, he's very pro-union. I, I think I've talked about this before in my uh, father's very Irish uh, parents' home. We had uh, a 3D model, like it was like a topographic map. But instead of um, a map, it was like a 3D modeled plastic pope next to a 3D modeled um, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Just send a picture of Nick now you see why I was really scarecord. Scarecord. Done. I'm sorry. I just saw a picture of the most belligerently Italian American man I've ever seen. This is Dago. I was threatened. I was threatened my home. I'm being an Oreo. I'm absolutely gutted. Not to steal Jared Padalecki's word, but I am gutted. That is, I'm just I, the, my favorite tweet about all that was someone check on Joe Biden because this supernatural drama does not happen with a shakeup in the American political landscape. Oh, oh my I'm god! So I mean, they're right. I, I genuinely cannot look at my screen right now because every time I look back, Nick Zano is like kissing his fingers and pointing to God. Wars. It's awful. Well, that's the only good thing that's happened, and everything else doesn't really. Oh, right, we have Spooner, who is a fucking delight. It's wonderful. I really wish they'd give her more. Like, you literally. She literally, the they're like, on. oh, she's here. She has connections to Ailey. Has literally gotten, like, no character. Like, like she's gotten characterization, but, like, really not a lot of individual screen time. Mm-hmm. She had a cool moment, um, not this episode that we're discussing, but the episode before that, where Amelia Earhart is trying to attack them and she sort of is like crouching and starts screaming at Amelia Earhart in an alien language and it's very well shot. Yeah. Um, good time. And that. also we have a really good episode with Astra learning magic from a oh, painting theater. because John had apparently at some point trapped Alistair Crowley. Yes, that Alistair Crowley's soul in a painting. And I painstakingly went over how this would not have actually been that important as Alistair Crowley was basically just doing it all for the sex and the drama and the drugs. <laughs> He was not actually a committed magician in any way, shape, or form. He just was committed to reading Lord of the Rings and doing drugs until he died. Illusions, Michael. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people would love to live that lifestyle. He was very much just a cult of personality kind of weirdo. Um, oh, Spoodle's actress was on The Fosters. That's where I know her from. Oh, shit. I never watched... What, what was the... Fo- I feel like it's very really bad. bad. Don't ever watch it. It was a freeform show that my friend Danielle would get absolutely toasted and make me watch with her. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. She's a teacher now, so, you know, works oh, out in the end. <laughs> this man is a father. I mean, yeah. He threw a 40 on the ground and yelled, Scatter! Which is it, the smarted voice. Smart voice. Smart advice if we're at a party with pops, to be fair. Um, so he's, just, he's just looking out for his future children, giving them real life lessons, I yeah. guess. I don't yeah. know. Um, 
I look completely fucking. It's like it's like the Spooner. Pro- this is I like. I really want to. So like- as for Lauren's magic, we had a little bit of animation. She had to sing a song to cleanse the house of magic, and so now she has magic, and John doesn't. That's the other. Point. Oh. Wait, so yeah. John doesn't have magic anymore? Not at yeah. this moment, but it is DC, so I think he can re... This is why I'm kind of pissed, because in DC Comics, anybody is supposed to be able to do magic, so he should technically be able to relearn it. But yeah. everybody kind of plays loosey-goosey with the rules of this in yeah. ways that I personally, as a comic reader... I'm not interested. Don't like, like as stupid. much, and I'm right and they're wrong. Yeah, I'm just not yeah. as interested in this kind of storytelling. And also, and also, as you pointed out on the walk, on our on our weekly segment, on the walk to and from Starbucks, Yeah. Um, you pointed out that this takes the focus away from Astra because yeah. now she's basically got her magic. And so they're like, well, that's that then. And now they're focusing on John again. It's like, Also, apparently Alistair Crowley tried to tell John that there's a magic fountain in space that has a ton of magic in it where i'm like of course can't wait for that to fucking show up later i'm so tired the international space station the surprise tool that will help us later it would be funny if it actually was the iss um <laughs> you guys are not allowed on that you're not even allowed to look at it no no but um, no. If you so much as look at the iss i will stomp you to death with my hooves it's fucking um, and lady episode for some reason huh yeah. <laughs> and so for some reason um, it's because we're being so Irish, Italian. Yeah, that's true. The Irish. I just, I'll keep all my emotions here, and then one day I'll die. Is one day I'll die. Good. I also enjoyed that I was in the uh, this Discord for maybe t- two seconds before we started talking about how both Oi and I have been uh, on tours at the Hoboken Sausage Company. <laughs> it's just like I just like, yeah. Because I remember they kicked me out. Like my grandparents, my my everything. They were like, oh, no. I'm like. That was because like little kids love gross shit. If you show me like the raw sauces, I would be like, haha, sick. Because like when you're a little kid, you seek out the grossest things you can find. Oh yeah, like it's a science. Um, oh my god, what the fuck are we talking about? But yeah, I I'm like I because like I I mentioned this and then we were ca- caught up on another episode summary. But like the problem with Spooner is not a problem with Spooner per se at all. She's really, she's, she's great, and there's a great basis for a character here. It's just that they literally. When they took plot lines from other characters and gave them to Sarah, these were characters who at least we'd had a season or two to get familiar with. But this is a character whose entire presence on the show was predicated on her knowledge of alien stuff, her connection to alien stuff, and her, you know, thus you would think, if you were a person with a brain who could read and write, you would go, oh, well, she's obviously going to be a key figure in this alien adventure that we're dealing and with right now. And she's just not. And that's not her fault. Everything is set up so that it would be very easy for her to be the key figure in all of this. And they just refuse to give it to her. And they are just giving all of these plot lines to Sarah instead. And it and is starting it, to really piss me off. And so something that I mentioned to Ari, I think, I don't remember exactly, but I said, like, whoever, either it's the CW Network or somebody on Legends making this decision. But whoever decided that this season, instead of being as ensemble-driven, it was going to be more about Katie and Jess McCallan as leads, made a fucking mistake. Yeah. Because we won't have that charisma. No. Like, I told Kelly Ari, and Ari was being, I think, a bit nicer about it than I was, where I'm like, I miss when I thought Jess McCallan could act before they were trying to make her, like, before they were trying to give her lead shit. Because the more I get of her, like, when she was doing the multiple Ava performances, and it almost feels kind of spiteful that they are not, that they were like, oh, it's hard for Tala to play multiple Zaris in the same scene or over 
We did see Zari 1.0 briefly once in the totem. Paula told us not to think too deeply about it because it's kind of fucked up if you think that Zari's just in the totem hanging out and can hear everything that's going on. Yeah, that's kind of tragic. That has never been established previously, so I'm just gonna, and we're just gonna glide right past that. I mean, classic legends. I also want to say, this was pointed out by a friend of the show, Is, but like, this past episode was all about Bayrod trying to rescue Sarah from dying by going back to the finale of last year. And they clips of Maisie as Charlie where I'm like, I think they probably would have had her had COVID not ruined yeah, that. COVID permitting. Um, and well, so... I, I will say this just like, and I'm, I know this might Bayrod be... Bayrod a- would try to get his own fucking sister out of the totem first. Like, you don't think he'd want a loophole for that first? Yeah, like, yeah. I I will say this, and I think this might be a bit of an unpopular opinion generally, maybe not so much within these three people, that, but um, I have never been, like, a huge Ava fan, or Sarah, like, they've always kind of been, like, This, is, this isn't an unpopular, this is just our opinion also, so good for you! <laughs> well, like, my thing is, I've always felt like Sarah and Ava were a bit of, like, the the broken crutch you know like like they're there you know and they're like uh season regulars so i guess we have to walk around them but everybody else on the cast has so much more charisma and um acting capabilities that it's like they are so much more fun let me tell you we we gave brandon a really hard time and i give you a little lip drawing tip because i like to draw and i will never take it back um ever no never but god do we feel not you being draw two beans, hand. and I mean, I haven't drawn in months because of my hand surgery, so forgive me for it looking kind of crappy. You draw two beans and you make them hold hands, and that's a oh. lip shape. Different kinds of beans kidney beans, string beans, green beans. Green beans are string beans, but you know what I mean. Like, it's one of those weird talking. We have been talking about this a little bit more lately. Um, and and we you first. and I'm kind of pissed that we have to keep talking about it because it makes us sound super bitter, but they just keep making about the show, but it's like, okay. Last season is literally, do you remember, how much Always Sunny have you seen? All of it. Okay, you remember the episode where they try to win an award, and their friends show up, and he brings a lot of his black friends, and they're like, oh, we don't want people to think this is a black bar, by which they mean they don't, like, on television, if you have a lot of black people in your show, Mm -hmm. and you focus on them for, like, two seconds white audiences then consider it like a show for black people yeah ridiculous so last season of legends instead of focusing on Maisie and astra they gave sarah and john their plots instead of actually going to bat for the characters on their show which seems to be a common theme because they also did not go to bat for Riona. i have not forgotten i do not forgive you think i you think i wouldn't notice you fucking stupid you think think we'd go a season without it it's so offensive. Um, and it's like, I don't know if they think they should tighten shit because now also Dominic Grandpa had had his Instagram meltdown about how the WB was mean to him. Yeah, greatest night of my life. It was um, so good. That was a party and a half. Thanks, Pop Up. Yeah, somehow I got gayer in that moment. I don't know how, but I was like, ooh, I'm so powerful. I mean, truly, truly. The, why is everybody coming to me for news about Dominic Purcell? A real wake-up call for me, personally. Yeah. But, like, it is just one of those things where it's like, I don't know if they're, like, trying to distance themselves. I'm like, are you guys trying to do the ensemble, like, not as much of an ensemble thing to, like, save money? Like, what are we doing here? 
Um, um, I did see Olivia, thank God, thank God in heaven above, posted a photo of herself in Vancouver and is like back for season seven because they start in July. Yeah. Um, incidentally, I want you to know we are going to have literally a month and a half between seasons because they start shooting and then the CW is literally giving them an actual fall premiere. Yes. And I'm like, what about oh my me? God. What about all the shit I have to deal with? Yeah. <laughs> dinner. I'm so hungry. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm all right, sorry. let's just take a pause so we can order dinner. Yes, but like, I mean, you gotta like, do. This, this is just this is not fucking around. But I am gonna say, like, I don't like to be Nick because, like, this is just. Um, I guess we can. I guess we can include this too. It's fine. I mean, honestly, what would be best for me is if we could just all be as chill about this as possible, and then I just noise gate it and throw it up. Do 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 do. Okay. So what am I gonna get? I mean, should we just get sushi because we know what we like? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm gonna meet those two. And it's a good summer thing because it's not hot aside from takoyaki. Okay, you want takoyaki? Okay. What kind of what kind of fucking question is that? No, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do the voice. I'm not actually like. Oh, I know. I understand. I know you know, but and also I was gonna say I was like doing a three fourth is honestly what you want to try doing because like most straight on like a, yeah. you don't actually do a lot of straight on views of people in drawing because it looks weird. Um. Yeah. I'm just going to directly trace Rebecca's drawings and try to pass them off on my own. Do what you're going to do. I will not call you out. <laughs> I did this. I made this. No, we're working on... Um, and We're just telling you this because this is for fun. We're working on a monster mystery date kind of concept of characters um, for patches and stuff. Uh, so we're trying to come up with character design, design stuff for that. So okay, I can't really think about too much. That's why I'm looking at my drawing skills, because yeah. as long, if we could just get it stylistically down, yeah. we could figure out where to go from there. Yeah, like my yeah. hands are yeah. just still kind of fucked up. Um, I'm hoping okay. another couple months and they'll be good to go. But uh, let me put in the... Let me just go run and grab me in. Yeah, I'm getting my husband. <laughs> Tim, the famous Tim. Yes, everybody, Tim's going to be in in a second. Oh my god. Tim, everybody. Everybody? The man you the man you've been waiting for. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just cracked open a PPO. Okay, I'm so sorry. Please don't please don't ever apologize for that. I there's literally episodes, I think, from this season or last I was doing something and I was also trying to do my homework. And so I'm fucking like banging a hammer. In the background, just like, okay, keep going, keep going. Absolutely incredible. All right, honey, what do you want from sushi? Oh, honey, this is Rebecca Pencil Scratchings. She's an incredibly prolific artist. His last name is Scratchings? <laughs> yes, it is. Rebecca Pencil Rebecca <laughs> Frazier Pencil Scratching. Yeah, that's my legal name. Yeah. <laughs> um, Davenport. Davenport. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> right. what do you want from sushi? Um, Where did this one come from? I don't know. I found it in the kitty room. Tim is currently holding another portable charger. Hey, where's the one you took to Disney? It's probably in a bag of mine. Oh my god. Crispy world. Uh, what do you want for sushi? Does any single person here know what they want? Are you kidding me? Oh, I guess I'm the asshole. Well, uh, no, I don't know what I want. Oh, so I'm only half the asshole. No, it's just I know I like stuff from this. Oh yeah, now I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I do. Orange, it's orange. 
Orange? Orange? Orange. 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 Anyway. Are you okay? Do I look okay? Have I ever crossed you with a person? You look better than you did the other day. Oh, yeah. I went to fucking Walt Disney World and I got goddamn cold. And I went and I got. Oh yeah, it's because I have it's because I have a septum piercing now and it's like sweaty, so I kept adjusting it. So obviously touching something that is in my nose. Are you serious? You were touching your nose with your underwear? You no, you did not tell me the reason you got the cold. I definitely did. No, you did not. See? 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 I mean, that's not really gonna do. I mean, I'm trying to help, but anyway, I did get tested, and um, the doctor at the fucking city MD was like, "Yeah, you're negative." The love of <laughs> oh, great. Oh, wait, wait. All right. Before, before, before order, before order, wait, Rebecca can hear us, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, so for the record, Rachel, you are not an idiot, <laughs> but you do some idiot things once in a while. I appreciate the clarification. Uh, I'd like to share that my husband, Tim, last name with health, has. <laughs> So we're not appearing in this box. Has 3,700 plus hours in the game Factorian. Wait, wait, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, I only broke 3,000 a couple days ago. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I can't read. Yeah, I know. Congratulations. I don't know. Congratulations. Does this place have. Um... It's a place we order from all the time. That we walk past once and I'm like, oh, right, this is, there's an actual restaurant yeah, here. I never look at, that we get I never look at the menu. Does anybody want soft shell crab? Because I had and I really I liked it. Sure. Then I'm going to get two because I don't want to share this time. Yeah, I'm Pauline-ing it, as we call it. I have yellow avocado. It's sushi. Of course they have yellow. Oh, yeah. Don't patronize me. They have one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, 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 oh. Are you gonna get um salmon avocado roll? I'm not gonna get salmon. avocado with bananas. Does does Rebecca know why that's funny? You guys think that food allergies are funny? That I'm a drug for you? You guys think it would be funny if I went into? I don't, fucking... I don't think it's funny. I almost just said Adirondacks. Like I almost just said Adirondacks instead of anaphylactis. Okay, and I said anaphylaxis wrong as well. Wow. I mean, if there isn't, guess, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. I was so close to being like, ladies and gentlemen, Richmond, Virginia's own anaphylaxis. <laughs> I'm trying. God, am I trying. Yeah, they do have crab. Yeah, but they don't give you a ton. Is it cheap though? Because then I'll get two. Where is it? I would eat it and I would find diabetes. It's fine. My god. Tim, I'm getting you an eel avocado roll. People just don't. I'm just going to say no avocado on roll. I'm not going to say allergy. I'm just going to say package separately. Package individually because that's the only sushi I'm getting. 
and everybody else just get their avocados you, you're gonna, all, gonna... because god bless them i'm glad they do but we've run into this problem where they're like hey if someone's allergic to avocado why did you order all this stuff with avocado and i'm like because nobody in my life fucking values me wait wait yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. you you put package individually i put please package separately you said individually I hope. God damn it! I, ho- I hope you get each individual piece packaged separately. Okay, I'm going to package separately. <laughs> this is thrilling. <laughs> oh God! my nose, my throat is itching, and I'm like, Rachel's killing me. It takes way more incubation. Do you want a miso soup? Yeah. Mia, do you want a miso soup? No. Ari? What? Miso soup. Um, sure. You're right, I'm not gonna drink Actually, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Who wants what soda? Oh my god, stop yelling. Um, I'm good, I had sprint last night. I don't drink sprint anymore. Hey, of course I have ramen. Yeah, 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 it's Japan. <laughs> Japan, of course, they have DDR. Yeah, also, they have DDR. Okay, avocado for you. What else? Is the crab rangoon only like two pieces for like? It's four. It's four. How much is it? I'm not gonna read it out loud because I don't feel like editing this podcast. Wait, you're lot. You're recording? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. This is all staying in. I'm oh no, ready. I'm gonna be in this podcast. <laughs> a lot. We got a lot of guest speakers. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take one that works. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Ari, what do you want beside Takoyaki? I can Okay, everybody, Ari and Mia, okay, I'm, now I'm going to actually stop the recording. No. One second. Because I have to move my computer. See, yeah, now, see now that I know. Honey, you're not meant for the spotlight. I don't, believe, <laughs> believe me, I know. Um, we're back to recording. Yeah, no, we know what, like, oh, we went to the Museum of Natural History a few years ago with our anthro friend, Marie, and you know what the corpse flower is, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. But I smelled it, and I was like, do they have a little, like, smell this thing? I was like, well, that doesn't smell really odd to me. And Marie leans in and goes, no, that's definitely corpsey. Yeah, it's, there's like this weird sweetness that people don't expect from death, but it definitely has a very distinctive smell. Wow, that's kind of, wow, tragic and beautiful. Tragic and beautiful, isn't it? Oh, man, I could really go on about death, but uh, I do that enough. <laughs> All right, well, save that, save that for the, uh, save that for the Patreon. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> if you want to hear about Rebecca, if you want to hear Rebecca talk about death and dying. I'm always, I'm always down for, I actually read, I found this really interesting little autobiocomic. It's like super upsetting to read, but it's about somebody who's like, I looked at a bunch of gore on the early 2000s internet, and I was like, um, are you sort of same? Where they were like, this deeply traumatized me, and this was something I should not have been able to witness as a child. I'm like, yeah, why were we all cool with that? I managed to avoid a decent chunk of it by virtue of just being a huge, like, hyper-empathetic weenie, but like... Mm -hmm. It's totally like I'm not I knew friends who did. So I was aware of its existence, sort of like the way you were aware of like the beast that works lurks in the woods out yonder. But it's such yeah. a weird well, thing that that was just sort of an accepted part of the internet at the time. Are socialized male, especially of our generation. Um, 
by which it's like, man, not, yeah. not just like weird i'm not trying to like meat span or goats here i'm like talking like literally like photos of corpses and stuff i know, I know yeah. but like, it was it's almost like a millennial man i don't know if this is a gen z thing as well like rite of passage to basically you find the most like when guys had like sleepovers they would just find the most disturbing shit and like show it to each other and not like fun disturbing like like exactly what you're talking yeah. about and yeah. i'm like absolutely brutal yeah i mean i don't get it i guess this is well, our if you want to be if you i guess this is our new version of hunting parties i guess <laughs> i mean yeah. evolution I mean, without getting like too too yeah. into it, like there was like honest guys, chips one point five sucks so much ass. We're just so bad at it. Point zero five, actually, I take it all back. I want to go back <laughs> to the ocean. This patch sucks. Five man, Coachella sucks this year. All right, <laughs> me being a human being. What were we talking about? I don't know. Um, well, aside from this, but like, speaking oh, we of the internet. None of us uh, enjoy the fact that they give uh, Sarah. Oh, yeah, this is the least unpopular opinion on. Like, this is collective opinion. I've been seeing it. I mean, here's the thing. As we know nowadays, um, everything, especially if you are a teen TM. No, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, not just if you're a teen TMD. Fandom culture as it is right now, and that tends to is that a lot of is that basically everything is a matter of social currency, and so as we know, Katie Law. Um, supports Jordan Peterson uncritically and um, puts turf stuff on her Instagram stories um, without being criticized by anyone for it, apparently. And and then people are like, well, she's friends with, like, actors on the show. And I'm like, first of all, actors get paid to be hot. Yeah. Even if they are socially aware, and a lot of them are, and a lot of them have identities that are affected by this, and speak out on behalf of those They're identities. Also to be it's also a not good sport. Yeah, it's also not their job to reign in their coast. No, one, it's not their job, and two, it's different. Like it's like it's not just that they're being paid to be hot, but like as much as like we have, there's some notorious examples of famous yeah. actors who are huge assholes. You really only yeah. get to that point once you're really untouchable, because actually, as it turns out, most people don't want to work with people like you know, like who are difficult to work with, yeah. quote unquote. So a lot of your job is either being hot or being not, I wouldn't say kind in like a, a genuine way, but being like personable, personable. Yeah. Affable enough that you can like continue to be on set. Yeah. So no, I don't believe even if these actors, even if these actors are people who are directly impacted by it, part of their job is smiling and saying nothing. And like, do you really think like an actor of color on Legends of Tomorrow is expressing any sort of discomfort at that opinion? Come on. Come on. Stupid. I mean, especially yeah. how little they defended. And so, oh God, how little they defended Ramona. Uh huh. From not even speaking out about anything, just existing and being hated. Yeah, so and that's not something I put on any of the actors of. No God, no. But like, oh, oh, oh yeah, it's way more complicated than just why aren't her coworkers speaking up about it? Then, like, that's not a gotcha, dude. Um. Yeah. And it's like, why is Candace hating hanging out with Katie? Well, they lived together, and they were probably uh, hooking up. And which sorry, Candace. And like, you know what? Listen, Grant Gustin, that could have been you. You ever think? Yeah. I think he that could have been. How are you? I mean, I guess what we can say about Katie is that she's an idiot and a turd, yes. but she is apparently less of an egomaniac than Thomas Grant Gustin, a like Oof, 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 oof. That's gotta hurt, Grant. Um, Yikes. I do want to, because like when you're like, oh, I don't want to sit for being negative. And it's like one of those things where it's like, we started off this podcast being. <laughs> 
so fucking mean. The fact That's that the show actually got good is really a shock. Like, this podcast actually really was founded on Spike. You yeah. guys owe Tala your lives. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. And your lives. That was a saving grace in season two. Because that was literally the only thing we like. Like, season two is such a clusterfuck. Like, we started this podcast in season two basically to complain about what a clusterfuck it had become. You're absolutely correct, because we didn't... And that's why we keep coming back, because nobody fucking criticizes hate media, even though I think it's perhaps the most criticizable form it's, of media. Oh, my God, they yeah. They're not trying. They're, they're not. So it's like, why? Are terrible. I get I'm messages all the time being like, wait, yeah. you don't like Rob Liefeld? Why? I'm like, I don't like... I'm sorry, what? what? Oh, Mark Guggenheim. All the time, people are like, why don't you like Mark Guggenheim? I'm like, why don't I like Mark Guggenheim? I was giving, I thought we all got, I mean, actually, again, from my friends who know people, TM and comics, Rob Liefeld is a person, apparently a really nice guy. Like, really? I people, why don't you like Rob Liefeld? Because his art's bad. His heart is bad, and he blocked me on Twitter for making fun of the way that he draws feet. <laughs> okay, well, you know what, Rob? Also, admittedly, I'm like, you gotta take it on the chin about that, Rob. It is pretty bad. And if you can't have a sense of humor about your own art, what? what That's coming from me, Rob. That's coming from me. Like, seriously. It's coming. We're talking to you as friends. Can I be Rob? I don't genuinely. It's like sort of like it's it's like you have to. It's it's nothing else. It's definitely a thing you look at and go. Well, Rob Liefeld drew this. And there's a lot of artists working in comics right now where I can't say that about any of their art. You could not. I couldn't point to that and go, that's their art. But if you show me a piece honest, of- I can find uglier art sometimes. Like, is he good? No. Oh, yeah. Uglier? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's an enthusiasm there that I think carries him so much. And it's why 25 yeah. years later, we are still bringing him up as a reference point. That's... Yeah. It's like- He's going to Big Apple, whatever. Big Apple is doing some kind of, like, pre-con to their- comic-con that they're going to be doing in um Who's september the and they're going to do a like fucking night with rob liefeld yeah. one night with rob liefeld this is so like, ominous five minutes who's gonna get out alive <laughs> am i legally obligated to go to a night with rob liefeld i just i love the way that they phrase that it's so wait good. can you unblock my friend rebecca <laughs> it's, all, it's all in good fun it's all in love rob buddy buddy she buddy didn't mean it. I mean, I did, but also learn to take it on the chin a little bit, my guy. Come on. Girl, yeah. girl, fuck up. I bullied Anthony Olivia, and now we're mutuals. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking This is just incredible. how gay people work, Rob. Truly. Um, it is... No, but it's, it's true what you said, that it's like, Kate Media, people have this idea that it's like, oh, well, it's self-critical. I'm like, is it, though? No. Is it self-critical at Can all? I- Hold on, can I share? I literally did a something about, like, listen, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is never going to actually make any good points about yeah. anything. And someone was like, well, clearly you didn't watch the episode. And I was like, of course I did. Me watching the episode right now. What? I mean, like, why are you so much stupider? Why is it so hard to be as smart as I am? I have a question. <laughs> Hello? I mean, not to be difficult, but it's like, when you when people are like, oh, well, it's critical of itself, they're confusing, like, Deadpool-esque winking at the fourth wall as being, like, criticism. And I'm like, hey, not to be, like, a curmudgeon, but if that's what we think of as criticism, um, maybe we don't deserve to have media. Maybe, maybe, maybe middle priests in the Middle Ages were onto something when they wrote (laughs) written words, the devil. Um, it's just... It's exhausting. Like, that's not what criticism is. That's not what being self-critical is. That's not examining any of the any of the problems inherent, especially in like 
television and film superhero stuff, which is such a completely different beast at this point in terms of evaluating. Legends sort of kind of gets the skate underneath it a little bit in terms of like Disney. Lo- the best thing I can say about Loki so far is that it's not as actively supportive of the military industrial complex as Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Too low bar. Oh, I guess. And so that's a real low bar. And at least Legends isn't like. Oh, active. and if anybody's wondering how we're feeling, leave Anthony Mackie the fuck alone. Maybe so oh my god. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I also I would like to point out for people who I'd like to believe that the people who listen to us already know that like this was like a shitty thing taken out of context. Um, this this the writer of that Variety article has a history of doing this with other black actors, most notably uh, Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League. And um, John Boyega, who plays Finn in Star Wars and has done a bunch of other cool stuff. Um, Attack the Block is very good. If you like him in Star Wars, you should watch Attack the Block. This is just a recommendation. He's fantastic. Um, He's fantastic. And he also got, and and I also bring this up because John Boyega is recently facing another spate of like, oh, he's hard to work with, even though he like isn't. And it's literally just a smear campaign um because he has the audacity to be like supporting lives better and i'm just bringing everybody up to speed on the fact that this art this author who wrote the article about that anthony mackie was quoted in that was making some people on twitter very upset about a thing that isn't important and doesn't matter um actually does have a history of like basically setting up black actors and entertainment for harassment i think poolsville sucks yeah black actors like a lot so please also keep that in mind that if you see shit like this again there is a pattern here. This stuff doesn't happen in a vacuum. People who do this continue to do it because it works. The trick is to not let them get away with it by not letting it have an impact on you and just not paying attention. Yeah. And uh, that's my that's my PSA for the night. Every so often, that's the other thing. This is not a Legends update, but in case you're wondering what goes on in Legends in Review as well as Legends of Tomorrow, every so often I keep trying to grab this show by, by the face and go, hey, somehow teenagers listen to this. Let me give you a little bit of advice on the internet. Yeah. That's been fun. Yeah. Hey kids. hey, kids, who wants to learn about taxes? No. <laughs> um, but, like, just make sure you save all your fucking pay stubs and then send them to an accountant. Truly. Don't even, like, yeah. like don't bother. Don't, don't bother. bother. Don't bother. But it, and you only say this every year for pride, but if somebody gives you something that looks like a five-hour energy, do not smell it. That is a papa. I actually didn't know what poppers looked like, so thanks for that. Yeah, they do. You're they welcome. Do. I, I, thank no you. No poppers in the McDonald's bathrooms do not do poppers <laughs> um, every year on pride somebody's like can you send me some advice that is the only advice i ever give <laughs> very it's genuinely very smart do the drug if you're aware of the drug you're doing and want to take it yes but if you listen first of all i i know that strangers are cool and like taking drugs from strangers is kind of seems like a cool thing but nowadays it is so hard to know what's in your drugs and I'm, this is, I'm Hunter S. Thompson telling you, you need to know what's going <laughs> in your body. I'm dead serious. That is like Hunter S. Thompson being, he's like, I like to research what goes into my body. I know a lot about what's going on in my body. And I'm like, that's a really fun way to say I am doing enough cocaine to kill an elephant, Hunter. <laughs> well, like genuinely, that was a lot easier to do in the 70s. Now, forget about it. So yeah. just, just bada bang. Bada bang, bada bang. So. You know. These have been your day officers. <laughs> I'm not trying to be, listen, Celebrate good times. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. You've graduated. My fifth grade class was so bad at our dare graduation that our fucking principal came in the next day to every, because there were four fifth grade classes, and just like came into every single class and was like, all right, you guys are the worst children. No, it was the best thing in the world because um, they decided like you're, fifth graders 
like, you know, you're going to be going on. Like, sort of that sort of like, well, you can govern yourselves kind of. No. And she was like, if you think you did something wrong, like, you instead of recess, just go sit in the gym. And I was like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. So outside I go. I mean, you can't give that choice to children. I am going to tell you, my D.A.R.E. story, the only thing I remember about D.A.R.E., the rest of it doesn't matter, except for when I learned that angel dust was a thing. And I was like, that doesn't, because it was Catholic school, mind you. So I'm like, why would they call a drug angel dust? That's well, so disrespectful. Well, to say, angel dust is not made from real angels. Don't let them fool you. Yes. Well, that was that, yes. But like, it was like, I was in fifth grade and we had the same officer for D.A.R.E. for like the whole time, because it was a small, small community. So like, he, we were just like, we were fucking around and being like fifth graders about it. And he got, like, really upset with us and, like, le- like he just got really upset with us and lectured us about how, all- I guess we were, like, talking over him. I don't know. But, I mean, surely, me looking back, but, like, he, like, got really upset with us and, like, stormed off. We were just, like, really awkward and stuff. And, like, the teacher came back and was like, they told us this and I'm, this is more the point of the story. I'm like, why did you tell a bunch of fifth graders this? They were like, um, you guys really upset him. He had just had to deal with an overdose call this morning where the person died. So you guys are being really disrespectful right now. And I'm like, why are you doing Oh, my God. Like, they were like, of course, he, like they, they were like, well, he stormed off because you guys were being so awful. And he was in such a bad mood because he had to do an overdose call this morning. Yeah, they, the uh, cops have been so great about overdoses. I mean, yeah, cops are super helpful. So it's oh, like, right. whatever, it's, that, that was, and in case you didn't know, that was sarcasm. <laughs> but like, seriously, um, it was like, I was just genuinely remembering, like, why are you telling us this? That's really upsetting. And it was. Yeah. just like, also, why are you having, I mean, first off, I don't think we should have cops. But I'm also like, why are you having the same officers that are doing, like, actual overdose calls telling five-year-olds about five, five-year-olds, fifth-graders, about the importance of, like, not doing drugs? It just feels yeah. like maybe those should be two categories, or maybe we just shouldn't have cops. But, yeah, that's my story. Yeah, see, my dose always uh, two sentences. I think I told this. I think I, I said this in one of the Star Wars uh, commentary tracks, so I apologize if I'm repeating this, but uh, when I was 16, I bummed a cigarette off of my old day officer behind a gay club, and I think about that constantly. God damn it. Absolutely incredible. That, that, that is the best. Okay. That, and that tops it. Excellent job. That's congratulations, on being, the, congratulations on being so fucking cool. That is really cool. Um, I'm so proud of you. What? Like, the thing, like, because we sort of got away from this, but I do, I was like, we kind of danced around it, but I do want to specify, like, we're not trying to be negative, although I do think when people, if, if anyone's feeling, well, you're being really negative, the answer is we started this podcast because we were being really Oh, negative. right. And I was, and what I was going to go into is Katie's social currency has kind of depleted. And when social currency is sort of your only, the only thing you have, it becomes very difficult also that like, you know, people are really trying to hype up the Avalanche wedding. And like, first of all, their proposal, eh, their wedding, I'm sure will also be and like cis able-bodied gay for pay white women it, it, it doesn't matter it's not revolutionary anymore it's yeah. boring um and if you like that i don't care um, I I think you, it's not my job not to be petty. To yeah please go yeah, ahead not to be petty but if they could like open their mouths just a little bit when they kiss so they don't look like two hams that are being forced against each other that would be like fantastic <laughs> that would also be good please anything hello like it's just one of those hello things, I don't have anything negative to say about it i'm just kind of like i'm bored and i don't want to hear about it i'm just i don't care like i don't care about sarah i don't care about and, being and, a it, and it's a sarah. little and it sucks because they're not giving us enough other stuff to go on yeah. you are really not giving us like we don't even have a b villain no yeah like what the fuck richard like it's so like i just it's genuinely so 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 boring 
um, in this way where I'm just like, I'm tired of it. And it's like, it gets really annoying because it's not even like we can fall back on the other characters having fun or doing anything good because they're getting rid of all of their fun characters like, and and then not developing the new ones that they bring in to replace them. Oh, and Mick got pegged and then she died. We, she, I'm thinking if we, if they didn't never found the body kind of thing, yeah. she might come back in the finale. Or she got Mick technical pregnant. Maybe. Oh, and cried? And let me tell you something. If Mick, if Mick Rory is M-Preg, God, oh my I genuinely have no idea what my contingency plan for that is. I have I, never it's just gonna life. be us literally hooting and hollering like wild animals for 45 minutes on this fucking podcast. I mean, you know, I'm gonna take back a lot of what I said. I really am. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but it'll <laughs> something else to focus on for once. Like, no, it's I like think Zarian Bayrad for an episode. We're arguing about who gets the totem. That was solved immediately, but Sarah's in space. But Sarah's on the moon. And Sarah's on the moon is literally how this fucking episode went. I mean, this series, I mean, this fucking season. And it's just really annoying because it's like, well, you fucking blew your alien season because, like, it's just about the character I definitely care about the least. Because I will say, actually, yeah. Rachel said I've been a little bit nicer, where I'm like, I don't think it's, it's one of those things where I don't want to put all the blame on Jess McCallum for being a bad actress on this. Because it's like, I don't know how much of this Have hurt. you noticed Jess McCallum's titties? Like, just in general, or like, yes. in a specific case? Like, have you noticed that she has them? Yes. Okay, okay. Ari never had. I, it's just one of those things where I didn't really think about it. There, like, like it's not one of those Which things is where, I'm just, where I'm like, I, I only say this to give a pass in terms of like, I don't, I'm not saying this because like she has boobs and so I'm like obligated to defend. Um, it's more like, I don't want to, like, it's like the thing where it's like, she has had some interesting, when Ava got some focus on the clone reveal, mm -hmm. and there was a little bit more going on with her character, or she was an active antagonistic force. Um, that was I mean, fun. not a very good one, but there was that brief period of her time where she was sort of the annoying bureaucrat at the Time Bureau. And like, that was- I miss Arthur Darville so fucking I miss much. Arthur, oh, sorry, every goddamn day, please stop playing your stupid ukulele for fucking cheap. Get back here. Um, yeah, what is, what is that play he's in? Um, Christ. Oh, he's in a play now? How cute. How quaint for him. How quaint. <laughs> Speaking of his... No, that was David Tennant. Although I think he might also have been on No, Rogers. Arthur Darville was also on David Tennant. So yeah. it's basically a big Doctor Who reunion. The BBC has, stuff. again, three people. Three people. And a lot of BBC stuff is arguably a Doctor Who reunion in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, David Tennant's marriage is a Doctor Who reunion. I, that is my favorite. I am just like, thank you for being the most weird obsessed fan on the planet so it doesn't have to be me instead. Because he literally like hunted down the fifth Doctor's actual daughter and married her. And I'm like, what? literally, it is literally that uh, Hotel Transylvania meme. Allowing her, and I'm like, there's so much happening. I'm sorry, you. Good. And I want I, you to know, I mean that in only the highest and most complimentary way. I got Legendary. It was so good because I had people being party for him again. <laughs> I couldn't get, I was just so, I, they, uh, it doesn't matter. In any case, um, Arthur was both, oh my God. So wait, what the fuck? Yeah, Ava was more fun when she was doing stuff. We almost have this weird, I don't know what to call this. We have a weird victory for feminism, question mark, wherein this woman's character has been completely reduced to that of a love interest, and she has nothing else interesting to back it up with anymore. But it's for another woman? So we Feminism, right? diversity win! Diversity win! We, diversity win! We've got something. 
But it's, like, kind of disappointing because I think when Jess McCallum was playing this, like, obnoxious, like, bureaucrat or this obstructive, obnoxious bureaucrat or, like, having, like, clone angst or, like, or when she hangs out with Nate. I yeah. love that Thanksgiving episode with mm-hmm. Nate. Like, she can act. It's just that they're not giving her anything to do. And so, like, it's annoying because she can't really carry bad writing. Some actors can. Some actors can make you believe it anyway, but she isn't that good. Yeah, like Dominic Purcell as... Dominic Purcell. Television's Dominic Purcell. Problematic fave of the show. Problematic fave of the show. Um, basically has a scene with Sarah where she's like, I died. And he goes, again? And she's like, and I need my body back. And he's like, no, you don't. And she's like, well, I guess that makes sense. And, <laughs> and like, I didn't even care. I'm like, because he fucking carries it. Yeah, he sells God. it. He's selling it. And you buy it. And, and like, I'm like, God, we're going to fucking, unless Maisie comes back, because Brandon's like, I don't know if I'd come back to Legends after what happened. And I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Truly, like, get away from me. But yeah, that's six eyes menace. We need, we need, like, Maisie or Brandon back. We need somebody, please. Somebody. Like, like we're so fucked. We need something because we're not. We just. I mean, it's even things where we don't necessarily need someone to come back, but we need the people who currently exist yeah. to start. Yeah, like you're absolutely. We right. need we need focus pulled away from Sarah and Ava and Katie and Jess by proxy for a season, yeah. and other people need to be focused on desperately because I am tired. Yeah, it like it sucks that we've had Bevan for like an entire season that I've seen, I guess now two seasons. And like really all I can say about his character is like he smokes weed. Like I feel like you could have done a lot yeah, more. A little, little bit. There's like he's yeah, literally in with Spooner, he's sort of flirting with Astra. It's pretty cute. But then it's like, oh, we joke. It's like we did it. That's why I'm that's why I was like so annoyed about the thinking. I'm like, I, oh my god, can you just have him have a secret smart side and not have have it be like tied to weed? Maybe he's not actually as much of a burnout as he pretends to be. Like, listen, is it, it is, it thing? is it gay for Nate to know what Bayrod's thinking music is and what his thinking weed is? And like, we like, oh yeah, there is also a scene in this week's episode when Mick comes back with Sarah and Nate like grabs him by the lapels and you're like, that's it. Hello, <laughs> truly. Um, and so I just want to say, queer baited again. Queer baited again. Oh. Um, on pride, no less. On pride. I the thing that just drives me fucking nuts is like we've had this character for almost two seasons now. It's the only thing we know about him. But when we were doing like the three view, I literally was like scrambling for like I was like trying to extrapolate based on like a throwaway gag of him having a conversation with a pizza man about like how he's a people person and like charismatic and like actually has like thought and I'm just like. I am doing your work for you, and I really don't want to. Yeah. Like, I... For you to get underpaid for it. It's another thing for me. Because I'm not getting paid, period. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I get it. I've kind of made a brand online of taking characters with basically no lines and giving them personalities, but, like... Same! Like... He, sh- I shouldn't have to when he is literally a main cast member. That's what I mean. Like it's like yes, doing that for side characters. Is he's not Gulchito. He he's- actually is in the main cast. Yeah, he got upgraded to a regular this season. And it's like, and they upgraded to him a reg- to a regular. Like literally, fucking for what? Also, yeah. I want to say. Um, so basically, they all come back, um, and Zara gives Gary a hard time for being an alien that kidnapped Sarah. 
And Sarah goes, no, Gary saved me. And I, Adam Zachman looks into the camera and goes, is that fucking good enough for you, Rachel? And the answer is no. no the answer is no. I will never be satisfied. The answer is you know what you fucking did. And uh, suck my ass. <laughs> That's it. Um, and so now it's just briefly, because um, I think we should probably, I, I never know how long we are doing this or not doing this. How long? Check. Uh, okay. Um, I think so I blacked out sometime. Um, okay, so we've been doing 30 minutes at this point. So we've got, we've got like an hour and a half at this point. Yeah, I think, I mean, listen, like, what do we, all right, so let's, let's talk a little bit about next episode, then it seems a way to next leave. Next, well, no, what I want to talk about is how Jan was wrong. Okay. And let me, and yes. let, me, let me get into detail about this, because I want to talk about a white blonde woman who actually isn't getting her deal. Theo Brando. Theo Brando. No, I'm sorry. Okay, continue. <laughs> Because I just showed Ari the Jantasy clip, and I was explaining mm-hmm. what my friend told me. Apparently, that clip is actually, like, Jan did a whole four-minute song with dancing, and this would have been, like, live audio. You know, obviously, she had a background chat uh, track, which is totally normal for artists to have. Of course. But right. he, um did a lot of the vocals live, because it's a talent show. And yeah. So I was watching the pit stop about it and Bob and Trixie were both like, she was the best of the night. Like why she is the best person who did, you know, who did her talent. Like, and especially because there was a lot of like, a lot of the talents at this point are just kind of like, you know, I'm going to lip sync to my song where I kind of wish it was a little bit more. There were a little bit. Whichever queen did the, the sewing and like, that wasn't, that was, that was cool. That was really cool. And oh, I love Roger. I'm so excited. That's like off topic, but I love Roger. I'm so excited she's back. Really cool. And like, even though Scarlett's talent was a little bit like, oh, this is kind of basic. It's like, just because it was like unique and she didn't end up lip syncing something, I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. It was just nice to not see a lip sync. It's like, you lip sync if you're in danger on this show. Don't lip yes. sync for a variety show. This it's is just like, RuPaul? A RuCat. A RuCat. Also, can I just mention the entire time Miss? They set Miss Piggy up like she was going to mention the fracking, and they didn't give yes. it. And they knew. And, and I'm just like, Frank, and Frank, they knew. Frank, Frank, I'm talking to you now, live. Frank Oz, if you're listening. <laughs> Frank, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. You don't need RuPaul's Drag Race. You are the fucking puppet guy. Like, that's yeah. you now, because Jim is dead. God rest his soul. It's just you. Do you think Frank just doesn't know? Do you think he's not enough on gay culture to know? I think Frank knows about the fracking. But, like, God love him, but he is a very heterosexual man. But, like, it, like, you could have done it. There was nothing they could do to stop you. Did you do it and did they cut it? You did Disney it- say, did Disney say you can't talk about the fracking? I have to know. Did Release you- the fracking cut. Where? Release the fracking cut. God. I can't believe you actually did get up- a fucking Snyder why cut after you, all that time. Why didn't you mess up every fucking scene you were in except the one with the fracking? It <laughs> It works. Yes, like, you should have been William Shatner trying to kiss Nicole Nichols. I want Miss Piggy to say uh, brand names in every single take, except for the fracking take. Please, 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 please. please. Every single take is for the fracking take. She's just like, I can show you the Because <laughs> I was, because I because we were watching the recap and like, there's like only like a brief, and I'm like, why did they not? Ha-? And I was like, oh right, because he's probably worried about getting fucking like copyright hammer. Because I was like, the Hudson Company will be cool if you put it out. And I'm like, oh right, they're owned by Disney now. Never mind. I fucking hate yeah. it here. Disney is cool enough. Disney, no, no. Disney will not. Disney, no, 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 no. And you know, maybe it's bad sounds- to have all of our entertainment run by like four companies. Yeah, pretty bad. Not, not, not going well for us, as far as I can tell. No. 
Also, Disney uh, keeps sending me cease and desist, and I have to say this publicly now. If you keep sending me them to take down my Luke stuff that I sell, it is you agreeing that Luke Skywalker is gay. And I, I'm sorry, Disney, but that's in the bylaws. That's true. That is part of the bylaws. That's fucking crazy. Bylaws. I'm not surprised because George Lucas was like trying to get like Han Luke zines like fucking banned and sued. I already had a popular tweet yeah. oh, that was God, saying, if you try to compare George Lucas in a positive light to JKR, I'm going to make you into a couch. That was human flesh. <laughs> really? And even though obviously it's clearly like a very over the top and stupid threat, but people were like, yes. I'm just, like, George Lucas is an incredibly like he is a it's very funny. I've been on here obvious homophobe. You're like I've been on here longer than you've been. On. And also, it was Christmas Eve. I was literally just making it because I was bored at work. Jesus Christ! But oh, like, yeah. pretty fucking funny. It was pretty funny, but like, it's just one of those things where it's like I hate corporations and not the right law. I don't know what, where I was going with that actually, but um. Next episode has like I'm just like teen pregnancy stuff because they're like Lita has a surprise announcement for Nick and I know Lita's not like technically a teen or whatever anymore. Teen pregnancy oh, and is also, such a fucking Sarah like, oh, for me. The healing factor, which led me to realize that they've cribbed a lot of Sarah from X23. Um, oh and at God. this point, after all the stuff you've also sort of cribbed from the Venture Brothers, like we wouldn't notice, like we couldn't tell. I mean, true. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm, I'm telling. Telling. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No more games. No more I'm games. Telling. No more lies. But like it, it's like I'm like I'm really I'm hoping I know that it's gonna be like Lita's alien pregnant. Like teen pregnancy is just such like a like a like the person who said that making Lita the anon I got that said making Lita should get matching father daughter abortions. You are so fucking valid. <laughs> that is incredibly funny. That's really good. But like um, oh, it is you are a child. Oh God. <laughs> It is such, like, I don't want to say it's, like, a trigger for me, but it's, like, an averse, I have an aversive reaction to, like, having to talk about it. I don't, it's such a weird anxiety point for me, even though I'm not a teenager anymore, and so it wouldn't happen to me. But as a trans person, like, pregnancy stuff can be kind of weird and hard to talk about, so oh, I'm, the other oh, thing yeah. it's going to be weird, I guess. Because when I was trying to explain to people that, like, I don't write baby fic because I like kids, I write it because I want the inherent fantasy of these characters I like being good parents. That too. <laughs> Bury that. Yeah. So I'm oh, yeah. not looking forward to that as a plot point either. Gotta uh, say. Also just like Sarah is now bulletproof as well. And I'm like, I don't think white characters should be allowed to be bulletproof. I, I think yeah, there should be an incredible I think that that is an incredibly tone deaf. And, and I know what you're thinking. Oh, which leads me to say also, Astra's plot in her episode is that she wants to kill one of her British neighbors who is super racist. And the legends are like, if you kill him, Art, doesn't that make you a bad guy? And the answer is no. No, no. no fucking doesn't. No. And you did this with Tala. Um, and the whole reason you guys said you made Zari was to humanize, like, a Muslim character during the Trump administration. And then you did that shit with the Salem witch trial. Oh, God. Creatures. And Pee Wee Herman being discriminated against and for being a marionette or some shit. I'm so tired. I fucking hate it. I'm tired. Where it's like, stick the fuck, and like I know saying stick the landing on legends is so no, is is asking for something that's not going to happen. But we have to say it. We it's like you have to say it because like even if but you I know don't. the kid is gonna put the stupid thing in their mouth, you have to say don't put it in your mouth before they immediately put it in their mouth. So we're telling you guys on behalf of us with that same energy, stick the fucking landing, please, and don't put it in your mouth. Powerful, yeah. powerful message from Legends yeah, in her All right. Um, Rebecca, is there anything you'd like to add? Yeah, any final thoughts? 
Uh, I think that the next episode is gonna be a shot for shot remake of the Fraser episode where his son becomes goth and then also Niles and Martin get really high. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Also, well, we uh, need more goth rep on TV these days, so maybe. Uh, also, uh, 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 George Lucas owes me three thousand dollars. My Venmo will be in the bio. That is completely fair. We will That's put your true. Venmo with the SoundCloud link. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't. No, no, we wouldn't. But no. Um. But Listen, no, if you would... want to challenge George Lucas to combat, you can do it here. Oh wait, no, actually, him. this goes out to that bitch Ken Burns. If you don't send me a ginger ale in the mail by tomorrow, I'm gonna like message your hairdresser and make them give you a mullet. <laughs> okay, I have to know what is this about. Ken Burns, the historical reenactor from PBS. Isn't he a documentary guy? Yes, he is a documentary guy. Uh, and yes, it when I was 15, I was very sick and I went to my local Safeway to get some ginger ale and Ken Burns walked in with his mullet and his goatee and there was one ginger ale left on my podunk uh uh Safeway and he stole it from me when I was basically dead on the floor and he knows what he did. He knows oh my what he God. did. Yeah. So I'll see um, that is an incredibly that is an incredible celebrity encounter. I have to say, yes. that's that's amazing. I, actually, let's just do a podcast where we have you on and you tell us about all your celebrity encounters. This is good. <laughs> I like how you barely I, I barely let you guys talk about the episode. No, we have tried not to listen to this. We don't talk about you. The manager doesn't know what's going on. Haven't you ever worked somewhere? I mean, truly. Um. <laughs> No, you're good. It's like one of those things where it's like it's almost like less fun to talk about the episodes now just because it's like we don't want to be like and we hated it and it was stupid and it was boring. If so you want like, to hear us talk about the episodes positively, go to the one we did about um the Britney Spears episode. Yeah, the Zari Zari basically having her like what if people actually like what if what if we sided with Britney what if we decided to side with Britney Spears right now, here and now, and we made it right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Brett Hilton being like, I'm so sorry about what I said about Brittany. I'm like, I'm coming at you with everything in me, and that's a fucking promise. Oh my god. Dare you, right? dare you try to make this about you. Honestly, you should be you should you should have to go live in a fucking cave and eat yes. spiders, you son of a bitch. Shut up. I believe that we should enact the lysine contingency that we put in Perez Hilton in the nineties, and I think we should cut off his supply and I think he should die. That's a Completely fair. That's incredibly valid. Yeah. All right. And that's and that's and that's our and that's our thoughts on the episode of Legends of Tomorrow. What are we even calling this one? Jan was robbed. The only reason I don't want to put Jungkook in the title is because like our BTS fans will find. I'm us. worried, and they're just not going to understand what's. And I'm like, listen, it's I have absolutely no negative feelings about the boys, TM. But oh, like, a wonderful pair of boys. I don't, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I but I also don't like you're gonna be very confused if you come to listen to this. Yeah, it's not gonna help. Save yourselves. Save yourselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody no. who's ever listened to BTS has been in the Hoboken sausage factory. No, for shame. For um, shame. For yeah, shame. No, boys, you play Newark. Why have you never Why have you not done a tour? <laughs> we're Frank Sinatra for this. That's exactly what we're gonna call Fuck it. it. Okay. Okay, but no we having you on next time you're available and you have some time like let us know we're we're just yeah. talking around we'd love to have you again literally anytime i had a blast thank you guys so much <laughs> okay yes i mean thank you for being like, on. no you know you know what i mean thank okay. you i'm literally thank about you. to yeah i'm literally about to snap slap a noise guard on this and have this up within the hour yeah talk to you later i cannot wait bye, bye. what's a noise guard